tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello! Welcome! It is the Witches of East End After Buzz After Show, and I am all by myself. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Yell Teagle. And since I am all by myself today, um, you are more than welcome to tweet along with me. So tweet at me at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I have my phone with me, ready to take your your questions, your comments, your input on the Witches of East End. Uh, we're talking about. Art of Darkness, the latest episode. Let's jump right into it. It's so odd to be talking to myself, but we're jumping into it. Um, the episode starts real sexy. I'm going to be honest. Um, we see Frederick and his girlfriend, who we later find out is named Caroline. Um, I can't be the only one who the episode started. I was like, wait, who's this girl? What's happening? Is it that evil rat girl? Is it someone else? Is it a flashback to Asgard, but somehow they have like modern clothing and, you know, modern bras? Uh, it was a very sexy scene until, of course, he has a seizure and she freaks out uh, completely naked. Joanna comes in to save him. And, um, you know, we get one of the greatest, you know, mother-girlfriend meetings in the history of TV. Because who doesn't want their boyfriend's mom to walk in on them completely naked? I mean, I, I don't. I just thought maybe you might. I don't know. Uh, then we cut to some other sexy stuff. And we see Killian and Eva. Uh, Ava, sorry. Spelt Eva, pronounced Ava. Um, and they're doing it. Because, you know, this show's real sexy like that. And uh, for whatever reason, Killian looks over and she turns into this old hag which I am really excited about. I feel like we uh, finally are getting this backstory with her this episode. We get to learn so much about her uh, without learning anything at all. I love this show. Crazy stuff like that. Uh, the next day we get Joanna and Wendy and they're talking about Frederick. And I can't, I can't condone Wendy's switch of uh, opinions. All of a sudden she trusts Frederick. Yes, he saved her life. But she was the one person who throughout the season was on my side, did not trust Frederick. And it really bums me out. I want to know if you guys are bummed out that she switched sides or if you knew it was inevitable. I want to know what you guys think. So comment, tweet, you know what to do. I love this conversation with Wendy and Joanna, where Wendy reveals that she is known all about Caroline. She's met her. She knows what she does. She knows all sorts of secrets about the seizures that Joanna didn't know. And thankfully, I like that later in the episode, Joanna reveals that she's been snooping because no one's telling her anything. Because that's what you should be doing, Joanna. Your whole family keeps secrets from you. You're the one who knows how to help everyone. The Mandragora. Remember, we all got real upset when Ingrid was, you know, keeping the secret. And we were like, hey, your mom is the one person who could help you. Uh, so good for you, Joanna. You snoop. 
Not that I'm condoning moms snooping on their daughters. Mom, get out of my bedroom. Um, Wendy and Joanna have this great talk about love and Tommy. And we we hear that Wendy uh, is really, you know, falling for Tommy, which I don't know how I feel about. Um, Wendy reveals that she's been hurt and that she's keeping him at arm's length, but that she might really like him. And I know when we had Machen in the uh, studio with us, she was talking about how Wendy is on her last life. So she's just going to live it and she's just going to enjoy, you know, whatever she can in this life before it's over. So the fact that she's falling for Tommy makes me wonder, you know, is it are you falling for him because you're keeping him at arm's length? Like it's the, the thrill of the chase, because what happened to Freddie Prince Jr.? And what happened to all those other guys and and. Wendy was my favorite because she liked to party and didn't fall in love. But I guess she does, which we find out later in this episode. Um, so let's jump into the gala because the East Coast, uh, East End Coalition of the Arts Black Tie Gala is upon us. And Ingrid is invited by Dash, who I got to say, after the last two episodes where I was talking about how he's not attractive anymore, he's gone back to being super attractive. I think he looked really great and handsome in his tux. Um, and he invites Ingrid to go with him, which is, you know, nice. Um, and Ingrid feels kind of guilty about this. I mean, she knows that she needs a night out, but she feels kind of guilty. So she asks Freya for her blessing. And this conversation really bugged me. So Freya wants to go to the gala with Wendy because she's all bummed that she's pining over Killian. Yet when Ingrid comes to her and is like, hey, I'm going with Dash, who you don't love, who you were engaged to and you're over, you know, I want your blessing. She's like, no, like that's inappropriate. You can't do it. You know what, Freya, you can't have it both ways. You can't have both of them. You can't claim them both. That's not how it works. You pick one. Also, how romantic and cute would it be if the sisters are dating the brothers? That's like adorable. No? People with sisters, tell me what that's like. Is that a thing that happens? People with twins. Yeah, twins. You tell me as well. Because I think that's a thing that happens with twins. Or at least I like to hope it is. Um, so Ingrid goes to the gala with, uh, with Dash and it's romantic. He buys her the beautiful dress and they're dancing and they're clearly falling in love and all the shippers were excited. I know I was excited and we cheered. And in the end of the night, they have a beautiful kiss, which we will get to. Um, but also Kyle, the blackmailer, who I completely forgot his name was Kyle. Uh, but his father is at the gala and his father has hired a PI because his son is missing and he knows that it's Dash. And then Dash kills him. Um Dash went from the good guy, the doctor, the the innocent man, to basically just a murderer. He's got multiple bodies. He's like, his body count is growing. He has killed um, Kyle. He thought he killed Killian. He threatened to kill Freya. And now he's killed Kyle's dad. It's getting out of control. And I really want us to get more backstory because last week, I think Sam had the greatest epiphany that maybe... Uh, maybe Ingrid and Dash have a history, have had past lives together, and I want to see that. I want to know, and I want to see it. Um, of course, Wendy gets an invitation from a secret admirer to go to the gala, and at this point, I was like, it's Tommy! It's Tommy! He's the secret artist, and that's so romantic! But no, it wasn't Tommy, and of course, Freya's like, I need a night out, so they go together, and I want to take this moment 
to talk about Wendy's dress because I have in my notes, Wendy's dress. Can we talk about how hot she was? I really wish there was someone else here to tell me. JTE, tell me, how hot did she look? Oh, man, she was smoking. Right. That's JTE who's in the booth who has never seen this show and has no idea what I'm talking about. But she did look amazing in that dress. Yeah, I'm talking about Wendy. Yeah, Machen. Yeah. You are welcome back on the show anytime because especially if you wear that dress. I'm going to be honest. Um, So they go to the gala and we find out that there is a mysterious artist who has this gala. We're seeing his work. And as soon as we saw pieces of the artwork... I'm sorry, Machen has such a distinct mouth that as soon as we saw the art, I was like, oh my God, it's Wendy. It's all art of Wendy. It's her mouth. I don't know what it is, but she's got a beautiful, beautiful, but very distinct mouth. You know, like Julia Roberts also has a very distinct mouth. I'm not a weirdo, you know? I'm not a weirdo, JT. Sorry, guys. Um, So we find out that Seamus is actually this mysterious man named Ronan, who is played by Eddie McClintock. And it was very exciting to see Eddie McClintock. For those who don't know, he was in Warehouse 13. He's been in a lot of other stuff. Um, and stick around for the news later when I reveal a very exciting clip of Eddie McClintock. Um, but we meet Ronan, who was Wendy's husband, three times. They got married three times. And at this point, when he's trying to seduce her again and Wendy's all into it and whatever and thinking maybe it'll work this time because he's changed, I was like, girl, here's what it is. And this is the thing that you say to your friends when they start dating someone that they used to date and they broke up for whatever reason. There's a reason. There's a reason that it didn't work out. And if that reason is not something outside that, um, you know, like an outside force, like they live far away. Uh, but it is a personal thing. It is a thing about them. You don't want to date them again. Like, clearly there's something wrong with them. Luckily, Wendy realizes that uh, she doesn't want to get back together with Ronan, especially because he needs her hair. That's right. All of his art is made with the magic of her hair. And that's why it's been selling for millions of dollars. Millions. Um, because she has magic hair. And he needs a chunk of it. That's not weird. Right, JT? He's shaking his head. Because that is super weird, guys. It's creepy. Um, Speaking of creepy. No, that is a terrible segue. I want to talk to you guys about iTunes. Um, Let's not be creepy. We, me, and my co-hosts who are not here today because of other reasons. Um, You know, we do this because we clearly like this show. I came here to talk to you guys about it all by myself. Um, and I am doing it because I love this show and we like to talk to you guys. So there's only one thing we need from you. We would like you to go onto iTunes and rate and review this show. Um, not specifically tonight's episode because it's not as good as the ones where there are other people with me. Um, but go and rate and review the Witches of East End After Buzz After Show and let us know what we're doing well. Let us know that we should never do a show with one person again. Let us know what you love. Um, and give us five stars if you like us. And if you don't like us, give us four stars. That's all we want. So please rate and review our show so that we know we're doing a good job. Um, let's continue the episode with the dinner. So after Joanna sees uh, Caroline naked, you know, as you do, she invites her over for dinner because she wants to meet her uh, her son's girlfriend officially and clothed. And that's a nice thing for a mom to do is have, make a dinner. 
And she comes over and Caroline is super uncomfortable. And I think my favorite, I had a few favorite lines of tonight's episode because it was a hilarious episode. Um, so Caroline says, I'm, I'm so sorry you saw my breasts. And Joanna says to her, you know, between you, me and your breasts, maybe Frederick will stay in town a while longer. What a great sentence. And what a great way for the mom, for a mom to say to her uh, son's girlfriend, it's okay. I get it. You're adults. I accept you. We're all happy here. You like him. I want him to be happy. I think that was very sweet. Um, if you're a mom out there, I would like to know how you would handle this situation. Assuming that your son is an adult, not a teenager or a child, because that's different, obviously. Um, but I want to know how the moms are handling this. That's what I want to know. So in addition to, um, in addition to the Caroline and Frederick situation, we also get the introduction of um, Tarkov, who is played by James Marsden, who, for those who don't know who he is, shame on you. Um, he was Spike on Buffy. And if you ever watched Torchwood, uh, he was, oh, I forget his name, uh, Hart something. He Captain Tart something. I'm sorry. He was on Torchwood. That's a huge deal. He was also Spike on Buffy. Huge deal. Um, so he shows up in this episode, which is amazing. And apparently he is a telepath. And we get so much revealed about Frederick and King Gramps and that whole story and why we shouldn't be trusting Frederick. And it's so exciting. Um, so here's what we learn. We learn that Frederick has a mission to find a vessel, a body for King Gramps' soul to come into this world. We also find out that the um, scar, the brand of the king on Frederick's uh, body is really the king's spirit being held within Frederick. What? Mind blown. This was so exciting. Um, and of course... Tar uh, Tarkov, sorry, I weird names, guys. Tarkov says, you know, uh, I'm here to help you complete your mission to bring back the king. And they talk about how the Mandragora was needed and now he's dead. And what are they going to do? Because Frederick is failing his mission. And uh, Tarkov says, you know, to make an omelet, you have to kill some people. That is my other favorite line of the night. And I hope that um, people don't take that to heart. That is not how you make an omelet. Um, but also we find out that he's a loyal servant of the king. He's been on our plane for the last 400 years, over 400 years, and he's there to help. So he commands Frederick to uh, really poison Joanna and weaken her because she's way too powerful. And so Frederick almost does this. Oh, nope. Okay. Um, Frederick almost does this, but he chickens out at the dinner because Tarkov arrives to dinner like a weirdo. And we find out that Tarkov actually introduced Joanna and Victor. And I feel like it's silly that we're getting Victor backstory after we've already killed him off. That's personally how I feel. I would have loved more time with Victor and I'm bummed that he's gone. But I feel like we don't need all this, you know, building this backstory because if we would have had more time with him, Joanna, we would have seen that Joanna loves him. And like this backstory is trying to build this love that she had. But like you already killed him off show so you know stop anyway um as uh frederick is about to weaken his mother he chickens out spills her wine and later we see this uh conversation with tarkov where he attempts to i guess cut out or remove the king 
via the brand from Frederick's body and it zaps him off and he's he's unable to do it. Is Tarkov dead? Is he still going to be around? I kind of hope he's around because I like James Marsden, but uh, who knows? So the last storyline of this episode, which I really am excited about, is Killian and Ava. Um, so after he sees her turn into this creepy hag, he takes a, a sexy, sexy shower. Um, this episode was full of sexiness. I'm going to be honest. Not just Wendy in her super smoking hot uh, dress, but also Dash in the tux, Ingrid in the beautiful dress. Um, we also got to see Frederick shirtless when he's making out with Caroline. Um, and we get to see Killian all wet and steamy from the shower, which I'm not going to complain about. It's a very sexy episode, guys. Um, he comes out of the shower and there's a message on the mirror, which was very cryptic and it was like check your phone don't trust ava and he checks his phone once she's gone and it's a video from himself and he's like hey i'm lucid and you know she's don't trust her she's put a spell on you and like finally finally we're about to get this great confrontation and ava comes home and he's like i don't trust you who are you what are you doing she slices her hand open and for some odd reason makes her blood acid or acidic or something just a something evil shoots it at him or throws it at him or just hand flails you know when your hands are wet and you just like anyway um onto his face it starts to burn and then she does some weirdo witchcraft with the cigar blows smoke on him to like calm him down and then gives him more uh spell stuff in his mouth uh so that he loves her and then they go back to making love. Weird, weird relationship. I hope that we keep getting more information. Um, but before we get into my hopes and dreams of predictions, I think it's time that I show you something in the news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Awesome. Um, so I happen to have had the opportunity to interview um, er, um, Eddie McClintock and a few other cast members from... Uh, warehouse 13 and so i wanted to share with you guys part of a very hilarious interview and a uh, funny story so uh take it away jte two seconds come right up <laughs> all right here we go Here. We, we were working in, in the uh, train station, and I was supposed to be kind of undercover, so I had a pair of overalls on. And normally, the guys that wear over, overalls, apparently, like the, the pockets, you can reach through and into your pants pockets. So there's no real pockets in the overalls. And I just had, like, my underwear on under there. It was hot in Toronto. It was. Um... So can we a so little bit really more hot? As if that was an explanation. And I was I was bored, so <laughs> I was like kind of stamp playing pocket pool, kind of, and then I realized. Um, so if you want to see the rest of that story, because it gets gross, uh, which is the best way to do a story, um, it's the Harry Gum story, and I will tweet out a link to the video. It's on YouTube, or you can YouTube Eddie McClintock Harry Gum uh, story. Uh, it was in London, if that helps you. Um, so you should definitely check out that 
amazing interview because it was hilarious what he does next. Um, on that note, let's go into predictions. <laughs> that was not the right sound. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, okay, here are my predictions. I think Frederick is going to keep uh, half-assing his plan um, towards hurting the family and working for the king because I think as soon as he gets to like the big oh I have to kill somebody or do something he's going to realize that he loves them and wants to be with them or whatever um, I think Killian is going to continue I think his his heart and his love for Freya are going to keep uh, bringing him out of his trance with Ava and he's going to finally confront her I think Dash and Ingrid are going to become like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde, but murdering people um, because they're on a really downward spiral. And I think um, I really hope that Tarkov just stays around because I think it's an interesting character. Um, I don't think we're going to see more Eddie McClintock, but I think Wendy and Tommy are going to be a thing, especially because at Comic-Con, she told me something about them and, and nudity and good stuff. So hopefully we'll get that soon. Um, I know it's a super short episode. Thanks for sticking with me, guys. Um, you can find me, of course, online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L dot TV. And uh, there you'll find information about the beautiful stylings from Siren's Boudoir. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at yelltegle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And um, hopefully we'll all be here and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.